This is Jack Bauer, and you're listening to the Who's Your Daddy Godcast. 2018, the year of suddenly, immediately, and holy ghost fire. This is the award-winning podcast from a history with God Ministries Godcast Network featuring Frank and Christina Sasso. Visit us online at ahistorywithgod.org for articles, links, prophetic words, prayer requests, and other awesome resources. And now, let's join the host of this Godcast, Frank Sasso. We now join part two of today's Godcast, already in progress. He was smart enough to humble himself in the process. Right. Well, then if we go back to the beginning of David's journey, now Saul's kind of out of the picture right. for this purpose right now. So we're in 1 Samuel 6, 6, 11, and Samuel comes to Jesse's house and says, one right. of your sons is going to be the king. Right. And, you know, oh, it's got to be this guy. He's so handsome. He's so tall. He's so Again, strong. people's he's choice. A, right, right. The people's choice. Nope, not him. Go through all these boys. And finally, he's like, there's got to be another son here. You, right. you don't have another son? And he says, oh, yeah, I have a son. He's out in, you know, there's another boy. Yeah, the youngest one. There's another one. Right. He's out in the field watching right. the sheep. Right. And Michael Todd makes this really good point. He said his own father, David's own father, doesn't even call him by name. Right. Like, that's how lowly he is. He, he refers to him even, as the he's youngest like, oh, one. the guy taking care of the, the sheep and the goats, right. that right. guy? Right. All right. But he's going to stink, you know. Like he's, yeah. He's going to smell because right. he's been, you know, picking up sheep poop that's right um out in the fields and he's you know eats his lunch out there and da, da, da. <laughs> And again god doesn't look at your outward stuff he's right. looking at the heart right god's not interested in what you're what you do no all right at all he doesn't care about that when it um, comes to finding your purpose yeah he couldn't mm-hmm. care less so then um he had a few different points that maybe we could just talk about. And I would su- I would suggest that you go to YouTube and listen to this sermon. Um, yes, it's called Marked. It's Michael called Marked. Todd Marked. Type it in there, and, and you'll it's see on it. uh, YouTube. Right. Um, so the first point he made it's about an hour. He said, um, "You are approved in private." This is not going to be like dun 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 dun. People coming into your job and going, "You, Joe Smith." We want to tell you that it's not like Publishers Clearinghouse that people are coming check. in with balloons right. and everything. It's going to be really like just you and the Lord. That's it. And he said because it's in a seed season. Right. And the easiest time to pull up a plant is when it's a seed. Right. And the easiest time to kill a person is when they're a child. Or Much baby. like when Jesus was right. born and he was just a child and Herod sent out. Yeah. You know, kill his army kill all the boys yeah. from this age on. Because right. he was trying to kill that baby. It's very easy to kill a baby. Right. They're kind of defenseless. God gives you this purpose to keep it safe. Right. David was a teenager. Yeah. But David also spent time with the Lord. Every day. Sure. That's so right. he was already in that position. He was he was in a good position to receive this David was, anointing. Yes. Right. So he was in a perfect position. Even though he wasn't in a perfect position in man's eyes, he was in the perfect position in God's eyes because yeah. according to David's heart, right. actually David knew who he was, I think, even at that age. 
Oh, yeah, I agree. Right, because he was spending time in the field. He had nothing else to do, so it was great. He was hanging out with sheep who weren't really talking. He's singing, he's writing songs, he's playing the harp. He's like, he has a whole thing going on. And I don't really know the order of things off the top of my head, but, you know, he killed a bear, he killed a lion. God was was training him in that, that time. He wrote most of the Psalms. David well. was a warrior in the in the realest sense of the word. Like we're warriors in the spirit, but David was a warrior in the physical sense. Right. He and was he, a soldier. And he was a, a man into God's heart. Right. Okay, so then the second point was you are anointed before you are positioned, which is kind of what we were talking about. Right. Um, he was anointed in his father's house that day when Samuel came. He didn't get on the you know cart with him and go back to the palace. No, he went back to the went field right back to the pasture. with the sheep, and right that's back. where he hung out. And he had to wait, and he had to continue to spend time with the Lord Correct. and get prepared and right. trained to be king, to walk into his appointment, right? To walk into his anointing, right? into the, the physicality of his anointing. So and, that he could walk into his appointment. Right, his appointed right, into position. the position. Right. right, 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 right. Michael Todd said, so how are you waiting? Meaning, I'm waiting on the Lord. Yeah. I'm waiting <laughs> on the Lord. I, oh, that's like. <laughs> I'm I waiting on the Lord. You know, the I, Lord has me in this place. Yeah, oh, you're either like, they're like some kind of like, sorry, you know, sack. With, right. You know, ashes and. Or you're like angry because they're like, I'm waiting, waiting, Lord, what's going on? And he's like, are you waiting like, now it was a visual, like that, or are you waiting like you have that napkin? Like a waiter would wait. Like a waiter, like ready to serve. Are you ready, like it prepared? Is that like the waiter? Right. Not like the person waiting. Right. So how are you waiting? And it's a lot of times it's not going to make sense. To, you're going to think this is impossible. How is this ever going to happen? And Proverbs 3, 5, lean not on your own understanding and so on. And all your ways acknowledge him right. and he will direct your path. Right, right. When God speaks, it never makes sense to the world. Right. But it'll always line up with something in his word. Right. Always. Right. And so the third point he made was... You are going to be an answer to a problem. You don't... All right, so you're in a place where you're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what you're supposed to be doing. I've heard Kenneth Copeland say this too. Yeah. Where he says, go back to the last thing... Oh, right. ...that that God God told you you to do. Exactly. Like, did you finish that? Mm -hmm. Did you do it? I know you want to run ahead, and we all do. Like, I want to run ahead. I want to get to the... You know, I want to cut to the chase. Right. Do the last thing you know God told you to do. And he says, spend time with the Lord. Mm, right. So just yes. do that. Just do that. Mm, interesting. If you don't have a concrete thing that, well, God didn't tell me to do anything, then just spend time with him. That's, that's it. And he'll tell you. He'll tell you or he'll give you an idea or right. he'll set you on a path or blah, blah, blah. Um, you don't need to strategize to be in position. I, I know I have an issue with <laughs> well, like you, that. Well, because you like to figure things out. I got it. I'm like thinking, who's, what's he thinking? What's he thinking? Right. What they're thinking? And now, what, if I do this and they do that. What does that usually lead you into? Anxiety. Exactly. I get very, uh, and then I know when I get to that point where I start getting anxious, I know I have moved out of rest and moved into, into my works. own thinking, into right. works, and I need to step back right. and drop everything and literally take a deep breath. Yeah. And go, you know what? Why am I fretting about this? The Holy Spirit has my back. 
he's not going to let any harm come to me. Right. He's got the best scenario for me, the best plan for me. Why am I trying to work it out in my strength? So you don't have to vie for a position. Right. And that and goes that... against everything that we're kind of taught in the worldly sense. Oh, gosh. Like, you gotta, you gotta look out for number one. Right. You gotta be the best. You gotta like, you know, you gotta be in the right. right place at the right time, and all this stuff. And oh my God, how do you figure yes. that out? Get them before they get you. How yes. do you figure all that out with Ugh. the limited information that you have and your own pers- perspective, which might be totally skewed no, and you. wrong? Horrible. So. Wouldn't it be better to just rely on the Holy Spirit who knows all things, the past, the present, the future. He knows everybody's heart, what they're thinking, and how to maneuver you in the marketplace so you really are in the right place. And not only does he know the future and and people's hearts, but he also knows God's perfect will for everybody. Right. And he knows the purpose that he has for you. Right. So, (laughs) and, and this I thought was so dead on because we have experienced this so much in our lives it's like you can strategize and you can figure out and you can (laughs) talk to this one and you can talk to that one you can even do underhanded things and wheedle your way in and talk about bad bad behind someone's back to try and cut them down and and try and get yourself to the top so blah 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 and he says you don't vie for position because if you do it God's way they're going to send for you. That's right. You will be sent for. You will be sent for. They'll be like, wait a minute. Right. It happened to Joseph. He was in prison. <laughs> they forgot all about him. Right. And then all of a sudden, the 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 power that be, the right. the top, top guy says, wait a minute. Let's get that guy. Get that guy, yeah. Remember he the baker or the, yeah, the, the, the cupbearer says, yeah, the someone, yeah, oh, they, I remember, told him, I remember yeah. that guy. They get, forgot about him too. Go get him. Go get yeah. him. They sent for him. That's so, in the second book. Right. God loves you and gave you favor. Right. So don't you fret because right. you're not, you know, up at the pulpit or you're not the CEO of the company you're still in the mail room or you're, you're moving shopping carts and shop right. Don't fret. That's right. Because what you think is impossible is it's totally not even possible. A wink of an eye to God. For God. And they're going to send for you. They're going to say, get that guy who, I remember having a conversation with that guy who does the, the carts. He puts the carts away. Yeah. Get that I guy. like that guy. Go get him. Bring yeah, him in here. Yeah. Bring him into my office. <laughs> Please. It's happened to us. It is, has happened. It has yes. happened to us. I love it. You will be the answer to somebody's problem. Right. Be prepared. Work on the gifts that God has given you, being ready to serve. You love and you live and you serve at the bottom first, and then you will be called to the top. Right. But you're already ready. You're already ready. Okay, so David was already ready because he had already fought the bear. He had already spent time with the Lord. He had killed the lion. He knew how to use that slingshot. He was being trained. He was trained. He was prepared for years and years, which seemed like, what's going to happen? I'm still here with these sheep. But he was prepared and he had the right attitude and he knew he was anointed. He spent time with the Lord and he he knew he was going to be in that palace. He knew who he was. He knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He knew what his purpose was. Mm-hmm. And yet, he was humble enough to still do what, what the last thing God told him was to do. Right, right. right. So that when oh, he that, met up with right. Goliath, he knew, you know, this was like, he was like ready. 
Right. Like, like he gave this example is like, maybe God's asked you to do something like go to a nursing home and, you know, right. To spend time with people or, or he goes, yes, maybe somebody, you know, maybe God said, go and serve at a boys and girls club. And you are like, I don't want to serve the boys and girls club. I don't like sports. I have nothing. And he's like, your husband is there. Right. Like, meaning, explain that. Right. He's trying. Say, you've been looking for a husband. I want you to go work at the Boys and Girls Club because the right. guy you're looking for is there. Right. And you're fighting me on this, and I'm trying to get you to the Boys and Girls Club, which leads me to the next up, the, the next point, which, which he brought is, up, which is your opportunity is wrapped up in obedience. Right. You're like, I don't have anything to give at the Boys and Girls Club. Right. I don't right. know what to do over there. All right, I'll go to the Boys and Girls Club. And right. lo and behold, you meet the man you're going to marry. So stay humble. Right. Don't like, oh, I got this. I have this anointing to preach. Why am I not preaching? Why am I not preaching? I got to get up on the pulpit. I got to get up. It just t- t- hold your horses. You'll yeah. get there. You'll be there. It, look, David was lowly in spirit. Yeah. He was humble. Yeah, you're called to be a prophet. But right now, you know... I need you in the back where the kids made a mess. Right, right. You know, and cleaning up cake off the floor because of this party that that we were having at the church. I need you back there helping them clean. Right. In the example of David, Samuel had come. He knew he was anointed to be king, still with the goats and the sheep. And his father says to him, your brothers are on the battlefield. Go and bring them lunch. And in his humility... He said, all right, I'll, okay. I'll do it. Yeah. He didn't say, excuse me, I'm going to be the next king of Israel. How dare you ask me I'm to do bring this? sandwiches to <laughs> How people. dare you? So he did. And what did he encounter? Goliath. Goliath. So now he's already starting to move into position. Yeah. Now the private anointing, the private purpose oh. has now become public. Because so cool. he gets there and he's like, who's this guy? Yeah. What? What's he saying? This is a circumcised Philistine. Right, right. Which um, was cursing back then. Right, and that's what right. that was funny. So Michael Todd is very funny, so I would I would encourage you to listen to him. Definitely watch that video. Michael Todd marked on YouTube. And obedience is a is not about anyone else but me. So the boys and girls club will benefit from you being there, yes, that's great. But that's not <laughs> You're not going there to to right. to like you know bless them with your presence. Right. That experience is for you. That's the opportunity. Right. Right. It's your opportunity, not their opportunity. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> um, which leads to the next point now. Which is you get elevated through your obstacles. You get elevated, so opportunity. Right. You're right. So you 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 accept the opportunity. Right. And in the opportunity. There's an obstacle, but you're not to run away from the obstacle. You are to run towards the obstacle because the obstacle is the vehicle for your elevation. So like the whole Israeli army was mm-hmm. doing. They were running away from Goliath. Right. Um, this is exactly what he said because I copied it down oh, okay. word for word. He said, where thousands took a step back because they saw an obstacle, David took a step forward because he saw an opportunity. I love that. Obstacles and opportunities are almost the same thing, depending on who's on your side. Right. Who's on your side. Right. God is on my side. Amen. So that means any obstacle is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. 
So step towards your obstacle, what look like obst- obstacles. Run towards them. Like David ran. Like he's like, give me my sling, give me my rocks. I can do this. Boom, boom, boom. I'm boom. You know, I used to, I used to believe that, you know, the Bible says that he ran quickly to Goliath. Mm-hmm. And I used to think, oh wow, he ran quickly. Well, r- running. That means you're being quick about something. Mm-hmm. Didn't say he walked quickly. Mm-hmm. He ran quickly. And I used to think, well, he ran quickly. Maybe God's trying to say that he trying to make the point that he ran quickly so that he wouldn't give himself a chance to talk himself out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that anymore. No. I think he was so ready. Right. He not only ran, he ran quickly because right. he'd been waiting for this. Right, exactly. Yeah. This is the moment he's been waiting yeah, for. Yeah, he's going to take this punk out. He's taking him down, and he's taking him down in front of the whole Israeli army, right. and the, army yeah. of Israel. And the reason he took five rocks was not to give himself five chances to hit Goliath. He knew he was going to take Goliath out with one shot. Those four other stones were for Goliath's four other brothers that he was also going to figure, I might as well take four other stones and take his brothers out too. Hmm. So um, the question came up is, why is David seeing things differently? Like, why did he see it as, as an opportunity as opposed to an obstacle? And um, the reason is, we're going to go all the way back, when David was in the pasture with the sheep and the goats, right. God was teaching him these things in private when no one was looking. So he was doing these things when nobody was looking. He, was, he killed the bear. He was... Spending time with the Lord, he was writing music. Writing music, he killed a lion. Right. Nobody knew about it. It wasn't on right. Facebook. Right. It wasn't on Instagram. Right. It did, there was he no didn't. He didn't blog. T- he didn't tweet it. He didn't tell anybody. He didn't have a podcast. No. <laughs> so, be careful. Like things, certain things need to stay between you and the Lord. That's right. Leave until alone. you feel like the Lord gave you. The freedom release. to release it, right? Sort of like Tyler with Tyler's podcast, We Identify. Mm-hmm. Same, right. Similar thing. It's in the intro of his podcast. Now, if you're in this place of preparation, do it now like everyone is watching, but no one is. Right. So you're doing it as if the whole world is watching you, but only God is watching you. But they will is, be watching you. That's right. Because someday it will be televised. Yes. Amen. <laughs> um, Amen. So be a good steward over what you've got when no one is watching. So when everyone is watching, you won't flinch. That's a quote from... That is good. Like, you want to be ready so that when Goliath shows up, you are not going to go, oh, no. Right. What do I do? No, you're going to be like, all right, Let's here go. It is. Here we go. Give me my sling. I'm running quickly because this is the moment I've been waiting for. This is the problem I've been waiting for. <laughs> I'm Imagine that snuff this when thing you out. see an obstacle and you're like, yes! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! He was uh, so mad. <laughs> he's like, you hear what he's saying? Right. You guys aren't doing anything about this? Oh, he's been doing He's been saying this for 40 days now. 40 days? Right. It so, took him, well, how many minutes was he there before he was like, what, what, what's going on here? Right. Who is this guy? Right. Punk? <laughs> All right, so the sixth point is... Uh, you must be you. And if you remember the story, David was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to take this guy down. So Saul was like, here's my armor, here's my sword. Yeah. And David was like, I can't work with these things. Yeah, this is, is not what I trained right, with. Right. I trained with this slingshot and right. these rocks. 
I can't use your armor. You have to be you. You can't use someone else's anointing. You can't use someone That's else's right. way of speaking. You can't use someone else's uh, way of dressing. You have to do it the way God made you to do it. So David had to defeat Goliath the way he was trained right. to defeat Goliath. Exactly. Um, with those those stones and that slingshot. Um, that is your DNA. Your DNA has to shine through that task. Right. What's so cool about that, too, is that David took Goliath out mm-hmm. with the tools God trained him with. Right. Took him out. Right. But then he cut off Goliath's head mm-hmm. with Goliath's sword. Mm-hmm. So if, if Saul's sword was too big to deal with, mm-hmm. how much bigger was Goliath's sword? Mm-hmm. So I think... That because David was honoring his tool training, Mm -hmm. God, at that moment, when he took Goliath out with the rock, got him off his feet, got Goliath off his feet, Mm -hmm. God then empowered him to use a sword even Saul wasn't trained on using Mm -hmm. to cut the the Goliath's head off. I mean, Goliath was huge. Saul was afraid of him. The army was afraid of him. Mm How big was his one, sword? One guy, yeah. I, one guy, right. Right. So I think about like, wow, so Saul wanted to use his armor. David was like, I haven't been trained to use this. I don't even, I just, this doesn't even fit me. Mm-hmm. Just get, let me just do what I got to do. Takes him out and then uses a sword that was bigger than Saul's a moment ago. Mm-hmm. And now David's wielding that, no problem. Right. Cutting off a head of a giant. <laughs> so I think that was another elevation right there for, for David. I agree. And the final point. Um, was audacity to honor. Now these are all these are not my points. I did not make this up, but I connected with it and I wanted to share it with you. Chris is the biggest credit giver <laughs> I've ever met. I did not want to take credit. I'm like you know with someone else's revelation, but I, I feel like I can put my 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 stamp on it because uh-huh. we've been talking about identity and and I know that I know because my own self. You people are out there searching for their purpose. And the reason why I think a lot of the world is miserable and unhappy yeah. and medicated yeah. and, and drugged up and whatever and sick is because they are living a life that they were not meant to live. Right. And, and their they, identity is wrapped up in their medication and their right. illness. Right, and, and then because their purpose is not being fulfilled right. and they're, they're, they're identifying with someone who they aren't, it's a whole mess. They're just a mess. Yeah, right. And they're, and they're dying unsatisfied and they're dying... Uh, young. Young and they're dying tragically and... and yeah, uh. I know. So that's like, <laughs> that really speaks to me and I feel like I need to... Share this, and actually, just to, to veer off, you had um, Frank was on another podcast, having nothing to do with um, uh, right Christianity. Right, it was a, a secular podcast, but you brought up pertinent things, and someone wrote into the podcast because yeah. they wrote into that podcast. Right, wrote right, to that podcast. Right, 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 because of what you said about. About about pursuing your passion, about pursuing your 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 desire, your interests, instead of 
going to, you know, let's say med school because someone told you to do that. Right. Uh, oh, that's know. another thing I wanted to say, too. Yeah. Um, so she's, yeah, so continue she's that in med school. Right. And she's rethinking now her whole thing. Right. You know, uh, she wants to open up her, her, her real desire. She wants to open up a bakery. Right. And she's in med school. And she's in med school right. in North Carolina. Right. Uh, so basically, she said she's basically trashing that idea, and she's well, going, she's, she's might trash it. She said, or did "Well, she she's gonna it? she's gonna let the person who runs this podcast know what she oh, does, the and, ultimate, and yeah. the ultimately, and but I, you know, and it had nothing to do with about you know Jesus loves you. It wasn't that kind of a show. It was just I was on as a business kind of a thing. So right. See, the thing is, this has happened a few times, but I, I just have one person in mind. And um, she was saying that, you know, her daughter is getting ready to go to college. And, you know, I told her she's very smart. She's really, really smart. She doesn't have to try in school. She's great at math. I told her, you need to go for engineering. You need to go for engineering. There's a lot of money to be made in that and a lot of money to make. And to, to, to give credit, I mean... This is somebody who has struggled to, you know, she's doing well, she's, but she works really hard. She, she works very hard. She's tired a lot of the time. She's good at what she does. And she didn't want that for her, her daughter. She wanted her daughter to feel secure, financially secure and to not have to work by the sweat of her brow. A place of love. Right, right. It wasn't, you know, it, it, she wanted her to have better than what she had. Right. Basically. Right. So she's, she you know, was encouraging her to go to engineering school. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm thinking, does she love that? And she's like, I don't know what she, she doesn't really know what she loves. Like, well, what does she love to do? Right. Well, she loves to, she loves to do makeup, okay. but you know, I don't want to doing that. Like there's no money in that. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I don't know what to say to that. Right, so, right. But I know there's parents out there that, like, my my parents are like that. Oh, go get get a good education. So that you, back in back when I was in college, it was like go and get a good education so you can go and get a good job. Right. So you have a like with the city, and with the state, yeah, right, that or whatever. The pension, and, and, and yeah. you can get a benefits and pension. And it's so funny because you look like 40 years later, and you're like, you oh my me? god, who offers pensions and yeah, ben- exactly. benefits right, anymore? Right. So like like that right? like back in my father's day in my yeah. mom's day yeah you know oh you got a job at uh, you got a job at Pan Am wow oh yeah Pan Am <laughs> whoa wow they're the biggest airline in the country oh my god that's great yeah where's Pan Am now yeah Pan Am is out of business that's why you need the Holy for Spirit for a very long time because so, he knows he knew Pan Am was gonna we go knew out of someone who actually uh, had a job offer from Pan Am and a job offer from this fledgling company at the time mm-hmm. and he prayed and the Lord told him do not take the job at Pan Am take the job at this other thing and and he's like really Lord and everyone thought he was nuts everyone thought he was like what are nuts. you crazy Pan Am is the and, and then Pan Am went out of business and this job that he took wound up being uh, being a pilot for Warner Brothers mm. and all the big stars asked for him by name to pilot their flight mm-hmm so, so that's where you really <laughs> want to be listening to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And where your purpose and your passions and the things that God pl- placed in your heart before you were even, you know, a living thing, when you were just a spirit, um, all the things that you put in your heart will lead you to your purpose. But you need to spend time 
to discover that and stop listening to all the chit chatter in the world right, because right. what they say is true one year is the opposite the next year. Oh my God! Did you just look at just one little industry like food? Like, yeah, do right. you remember when everyone was like, "Oh, eat pasta, don't eat meat anymore"? Yeah, right. Now everyone's like, "Don't eat pasta, yeah. eat meat." Some of them are saying, "Don't eat lettuce now." I just saw that the other day. <laughs> like, don't eat lettuce, please leave me alone. You can't. You this can't, is why you pray over your food. You can't listen to the world. The world is like upside uh, down. You they gotta, don't have a clue, the world. They have no idea. You've got to listen to the call of the Holy Spirit. Right. Listen to the, the, the that sweet, small, still, still voice. Right. Anyway, so. We have to wrap up. My all right, dear. no, I have one more point. Okay, let's make that point. The last point, and the, the most difficult point. Go. The, the most challenging, is audacity to honor. Yes. <sighs> this is a challenging one. All right. So let's look at Saul again. Okay. So David's been anointed. Right. He's going to be the king. Right. How do you think Saul felt? He's not happy. <laughs> he was not happy. Because he's doing things in his own way. So he's he's already, still there. He's, he's still not, there. He's right. jealous. He's seeking advice from mediums and sorcerers. Yeah. They and have writing songs uh, about David that doesn't put Saul in a good light. Right. You so know. Saul gets really jealous, and then he's out to get. Yeah, he spends like David. ten years trying to kill David. He's trying to kill David, right? And I know I have read that scripture many times where David has the opportunity to kill Saul, and I'm like, just do just it, just do it, just he's do right it. Right there in the cave, just do it. But he doesn't right. because he honored who he was, who Saul was. Saul was his leader, right? It's like so many people like like about President Trump. They, they say, well, I'm not, he's not my president. They don't honor the office of president. Right. They don't do Honor it. the position that right. that man was put in. Right. Like Saul, whether right. you agree or disagree. Right. Just have the audacity to honor. Right. And to bring it down to to personal level, like, you might have people that you have been praying with and praying for and witnessing to right. and helping right. and, you know, linking arms with and befriending and standing with and for some reason or another they're jealous they don't like yeah. what you have to say That's they don't right. like that you're succeeding maybe when right. they're not succeeding right. or you have favor where they don't have favor as far as they can see whatever it is, whatever right. It is right. they turn on you right so i say to you you're in good company yes because <laughs> it happened to david and it happened to jesus oh so and you can listen to tons of like preachers and pastors out there that I really respect sure. and every one of them has yeah, a story right. about yeah they were like my best friends and they were like oh and then they weren't Boom. what the <laughs> they heck? betrayed me they talk about me they persecuted right. me it's so so but in that in all of that right. even though you're right even though they're wrong, these are the hits that you're going to get. Your friends are going to walk away. Now what do you do Right. when they walk away? Who are you? Right. Who are you when no one's looking? Do you gossip about them? Do you air their dirty laundry? Right. Do you seek revenge? Yeah. This is the time when you got to like stop and say, you know what? It doesn't matter. Right. Because I'm still moving forward. I'm still anointed, I still have a purpose, and I'm still 
gonna succeed. And, and revenge, God's... the revenge will tempt you. Because sometimes <laughs> revenge is like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this. I know. Was... I totally know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, God's like, like, like no, revenge don't, sounds don't like such a good it. idea at the time. Right. God, like, God, oh, this a, is a great God idea. Such a better plan. Yes, please. And you'll come out it, smelling like oh, a rose. Oh my God, it's glorious. And it that's really happening is. in countless times. Yes, it is. Anyway. Chris is a big credit giver, so it's Michael Todd. The name of the sermon is called Marked. Marked. He's on YouTube. At it's about an hour. Elevation Church. Yeah, but you could just YouTube Michael right, Todd. Right. Marked. And he also gives us a little testimony at the end that's really great. Yeah. So I so encourage you. To, and thank you, Charlene, for for recommending him to me. I'm not as big of a credit giver. Like I'll quote Psalms. You know, I don't say, "Oh, King David wrote that." Meanwhile, well, he did write it, so I don't give him credit. But I mean, you know, I don't. <laughs> And you might say something glorious that maybe I'll hear you preach it, and I, I got news for you. Maybe I'll give you credit. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm just. I'm not gonna worry about it because all of this stuff comes from God anyway. So don't 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 be so impressed with yourself. I'm not worried about it. I just <laughs> watched the guy, and I, I'm. I, well, we we dropped his name a good fifty times. <laughs> I think he has enough credit. <laughs> People don't look at me like that. Don't don't look at me with that face like that. You you're very wrong here. Very, very Look, I'm not saying not to give him credit, but I don't think we have to go overboard giving him credit. I don't think I went overboard. Okay. Well, I think I was just then I'm wrong, then. right on target. Thank well, then I'm you. I'm wrong. I'm still on board. With what? I didn't go overboard. Oh, you're I'm on, board. on board. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> well, then I'm wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That was a very, very great synopsis of what he preached. You take excellent, excellent notes. Thank you. Better than I could. But we all have our gifts. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that was about an hour. So it wasn't really a synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> I went longer than his sermon. No, actually, it was about the same amount of time. <laughs> oh, well. Well, it was our version of what he preached. Oh, boy. <laughs> but that's all great stuff. All right. We quarter the manuscript. We talked a little bit mm-hmm. about some stuff, our own personal stuff. So, well, that was awesome. So, until next time, mm-hmm. remember this. Mm-hmm. We love you. Yes. God loves, loves you. you. And, and Jesus, Jesus is Lord. Lord. Stay, Stay blessed. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's broadcast from the History with God Ministries. This teaching is a powerful ministry tool that you can use to experience the power of God in your life. Thank you again for listening and for helping us reach the world with the love of Jesus. A History with God Ministries. Seeing, hearing, remembering. Until next time, remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus is Lord. Stay blessed.